Welcome friends to another r slash am I the jerk video. There's a lot of questions we gotta get through here, so let's go ahead and hit those like and subscribe buttons down below, and let's get right into it. Our first story of the day is by Sweet Sue. Am I the jerk for refusing to let my daughter move back in with us after she got my husband sent to jail? Okay, the title might sound bad, but I don't know. So I, 36-year-old female, and my husband, 34-year-old male, have a 16-year-old daughter. We can call her Lola. Well, Lola has not been doing well in school, and her dad and I have really been trying to keep her on course with school by reaching out to teachers and making sure homework and assignments have been getting done. Lola fights and resists every little thing we try to do to help her to stay on track. She skips school, gets bad grades, and all in all would just rather fart around with her friends. I get it, typical teen stuff. Now, the issue stands that my husband is a marijuana smoker. He uses it for his depression. We also live in a state where marijuana is heavily illegal. Lola is aware of his weed use, and we had a nice long discussion about it, and everything was cool. Until the day came that we found out that Lola had been caught skipping school and was shoplifting at the local store. We had had it, and we took away all of her electronics. Phone, computer, TV, everything. She screamed and cried and threw stuff and told us she hated us in her rage. She went to her room for the night, and we didn't hear anything from her until the next day. Things were quiet, and I figured she was going to try and be better at school so she could get her stuff back. Only to our surprise, a few days later, we had several police knocking on our door, saying they were here from a tip they had gotten from Lola's school about her telling her counselor that her dad was smoking pot and abusing her. Yes, he smokes pot, but we do not harm her. Well, the police searched our house and found all of his stuff. He was arrested and had to spend 90 days in jail for drugs and child endangerment. The state took Lola away from me and sent her to live with my mom, as I was deemed a neglectful mother. I was sent to court for the abuse allegations and I spent a weekend in jail for it. And now I'm on a 6 month probation and I have to see a counselor twice a week. I've been working my job 40 to 50 hours a week to maintain my bills while my husband's in jail as he lost his job and won't have one when he gets out. I've been getting texts and phone calls from Lola saying she can't wait until she can come back home with us and that living with my mom has been a nightmare. I finally told her that I would have to think about her coming back to live with us after what she did. She said she only did it because she was mad at us and that she didn't mean for him to go to jail and that I was being unfair to her by not wanting her to come back home to live with us. She hasn't apologized and I'm torn. Am I the jerk for being hesitant about bringing my daughter back home after she got my husband sent to jail? This is really complex and difficult. I'm going to say that OP's not the jerk here because it's just so severe of a thing to have had happen that like how can you just feel like you can open your arms wide for the kid to come back who just made you spend a weekend in jail showed up to court have probation for half a year your husband's in jail for three months because they couldn't handle getting grounded and having their electronics taken away what do you guys think if op refuses to allow lola to move back home with them does that make op a jerk let me know what you guys think in the comments down below Our next story is by CakedUp3. Am I the jerk for pricing my custom cakes so high just to discourage people from asking me for cakes? I'm a hobbyist baker, but my full-time job is engineering consulting. There's more money in the engineering side. When I want to pick up extra hours of work, I'm gonna do engineering work. But I genuinely like making cakes for friends or for events as a surprise. But I don't always. Sometimes I'm just too busy to make one. 
It's just something I do if I happen to have a free day before I get together. I like making them as surprises because if I screw them up, there's no pressure to bring something. But as of recently, a bunch of people have asked me if I can make cakes for different events. And I started just saying no because I don't have the time. Plus, I don't know if I could do designs other people make justice. I really just make whatever I'm feeling and kind of wing it. But people get so annoyed by that, saying stuff like, but you made a cake for other person, or I'm not asking for anything hard. So I started saying that for special requests, I'm making cakes for commission, and that I can send them my pricing structure if they're still interested. My pricing structure is really structured around what it would cost to make it worth it to me, to spend a day making a cake instead of spending it on my main job. So my rates are, customer pays the cost of ingredients, a base hourly rate of $150, minimum three hours, If the deadline's under 48 hours, my hourly rate is 250. So after I set my commission rates, most people will be like, never mind when I mention a commission at all. Before I even get into prices, with only two exceptions. My Aunt Jess, who I'm not really close to, came up to me at Christmas and asked me if I could make a cake for her friend's party. I said I'm only doing commission work right now, but I could send my pricing breakdown. She said sure, and then she got really rude saying that my cakes were nowhere near that good to charge that much, and that she could get better at the bakery. I said that she should go to the bakery then, they would have something nice. She got frustrated with me and said she didn't want a chain store bought cake, and I said there were some non-chain bakeries in the nearby city. She said I was missing the point and that my prices were absurd and nobody would pay that. I said that was okay. I had enough business through my main job. Next, my cousin asked me if I could make a cake for her kid's birthday party, and I said I'm only taking commissions. She said that my prices were horrible. For a kid's party? I said that kids would like a grocery store cake just as much. I was sure the party would be great, whatever cake she got. She said she didn't want a grocery one, she wanted one of my custom designs. I said that seemed like overkill for a kid's party. She said that nothing but the price was overkill and that I was taking advantage. Am I the jerk for selling my cakes for so much? I don't think OP's a jerk. While these relatives may look at it like it's an attempt at price gouging or something, the reality is it's just a supply and demand thing. They don't have an ample supply of time to just spend on making cakes. So the cost is going to be pretty high naturally. I think as long as OP explains that making cakes isn't their priority and they have a lot of time spent doing engineering stuff and the reason the price is so high has nothing to do with the quality or the expertise, it's just what it costs to cover that time spent making that cake, then I don't think OP has to feel guilty at all. Our next story is by T. Lupus Warrior. Am I the jerk for not canceling my vacation for my sister's last minute wedding? A little bit of backstory. Last October, me, 25-year-old female, and my boyfriend, 25-year-old male, planned our first vacation together and we've been looking forward to it ever since then. We both have vacation days planned in our work schedule and we even made sure to have somebody to take care of his cat. Around that same time, my sister, 27-year-old female, found her place in the Islamic culture and belief system. Disclaimer, I have nothing against this belief system and I hope she's very happy. Around December, she got in a relationship with a guy, 26-year-old male, that's also in this belief system. Last week, my mom told me they're getting married and want to do it before April because then the Ramadan begins. 
Yesterday, my mom told me the wedding day is in the middle of my vacation that's been planned way before this guy was even in the picture. I immediately told my mom I would not attend the wedding and will not be canceling or rescheduling this vacation. My mom told me she understands, but knowing my sister, she'll make a big deal out of this. So am I the jerk for not canceling my vacation plans for her last minute wedding? Whether it's reasonable or not, you might get feelings of selfishness going on this vacation, knowing while you're out there enjoying it, they're going to be getting married and stuff. But this is definitely just one of those things where you planned ahead, you schedule it, you got the time off, you organized everything, and later on down the road, somebody else pops up with something else that's just not going to work. If they can't separate that you're not choosing one over the other, this is simply their vacation they planned a long time in advance, I don't think there's much else you could do, but I don't think OP's the jerk. This next story is by Admirable Opening 75 Am I the jerk for not inviting my father's new girlfriend on a trip with my friends? My father, 55-year-old male, started seeing Kelly, 25-year-old female, recently. Kelly and I attended high school but never socialized. My parents divorced a year ago, and I, 25-year-old female, found out from social media. My father's been trying to get my brother, 23-year-old male, and I to invite Kelly to our activities. He'll ask us what we're doing and then ask if Kelly can be invited. Example, we were celebrating my friend's birthday dinner, and my father dropped Kelly off at my apartment and insisted that I take her with me. The dinner was very awkward, but my friends did their best and were very nice to Kelly. Kelly spent the entire dinner complaining about having to be there and kept asking if we could leave. My friends booked a nice weekend for a weekend getaway and had everything planned. We booked a room big enough for four people. My father reaches out to me, asking what I was doing this weekend, and I told him that I was going to visit a friend. My friends post a picture of us on social media, and my father texts me asking why I didn't invite Kelly on the trip. I text back saying, maybe because none of us wanted her to come? I try to reach out to my father to apologize, but he won't answer any of my texts or calls. Kelly's texted me saying that I hurt her feelings and my father's. Am I the jerk for not inviting my father's new girlfriend on a trip with my friends? I don't think OP's a jerk because it's their trip, where they get to decide who they go with. And just in general, that's just weird behavior from the dad. Calling up their 25-year-old daughter saying, Hey, what are you doing? Can my girlfriend come hang out with you guys every single time you do something? What's even the point of these like weird play dates they're setting them up on? And it seems like the times they do go, they didn't seem that interested anyways. This next story is by Icy Hot Prank Throwaway. Am I the jerk for overreacting when my boyfriend put Icy Hot on my bra? I'm so mad right now, my hands are shaking. I, 15-year-old female, have been dating Luke, 16-year-old male, for a year. This is the first time he's pranked me. Today, while at my house, he did this horrible prank on me. He put Icy Hot on my bra. While I was taking a shower, he rubbed Icy Hot all over the bra on top in my underwear drawer with two of his friends Liam and Barry. Then they left my room. I changed and came downstairs. It hurt like heck. I didn't know what was going on. I kept grimacing and cringing and Luke was like, Enjoying your Icy Hot? Oh yeah, you just got pranked. I snapped and told him to get out. He said, Calm down, it was a harmless prank. You're overreacting. You'll regret overreacting tomorrow, it's just a prank. He keeps saying calm down. I'm overreacting to a harmless prank, stop being such a drama queen. 
I don't think it was a prank. It still hurts. It was embarrassing. The three of them all saw my bras and underwear and painful and he thinks I'm being dramatic, am overreacting and need to calm down. He keeps calling and texting me and I really don't want to talk to him right now. So I'm asking you guys, am I the jerk? Definitely not the jerk. I'm kind of confused as to why these three guys had unbridled access to her room to begin with, but regardless, I don't think the point of pranking is to try to hurt somebody who's unsuspecting. To be fair, I can't lie though, back in high school, I had a buddy and I was passing him on his way to gym class and one of my friends had brought Icy Hot, so right when my friend passed me, I rubbed Icy Hot up and down his arm. But I think that's a far cry from going in somebody's bedroom, smearing it over their underwear, and then enjoying it when they're in physical pain. I think OP's not the jerk. By the way, the friends I rubbed Icy Hot up and down his arm on, they were on their way down to the track to run a mile in the hot sun. He said it actually saved him because it gave him an icy sensation. And our final story of the day is by OKPresence2147. Am I the jerk for eating my fast food in the car so my girlfriend can't have the first bite? I've been living with my girlfriend for the past six months. We're both in our early 20s and have an overall great relationship. From well before our relationship began, I've been a big fast food eater. There's an intersection in my city that hosts seven different fast food restaurants, and I'll frequent basically all of them. Since I do shift work, I'm generally off the clock at around 11am, and then being too tired to cook, I'll hit up a burger joint for a cheeseburger and some fries. My girlfriend always wants to have exactly one bite, exclusively the first bite of every item I order. When I noticed this, I would start by contacting her on my way to the restaurant, asking if she wanted something. Her answer was consistently no. But when I get home and dig in, the crinkling of a fast food bag is like Pavlov's bell to her. She'll immediately beeline straight for wherever I'm eating and ask if she can have a bite. I've asked if I could just leave a little at the end. No, she wants the first bite. I've pleaded with her to just let me buy her food. No, she doesn't want to eat that much. I've tried ordering a bit more and letting her polish off the whole burger. No, she'll turn every item into a sampler platter and then throw away the food I bought for her after the first bite if I don't eat it. I don't like it. I don't like this bizarre culinary version of Juice Prime Noctis. For the past few weeks, I've been eating in my car and discreetly disposing of the wrappers. I was just telling her I wasn't hungry after work, but the other day she found a garbage bag full of fast food wrappers in our bin on garbage day and she's furious at me for lying to her. Am I the jerk for not sharing with her? I think OP might be a little bit of a jerk for trying to hide it and not just being honest about it. The best policy is just to be honest about how you're feeling with it. Tell them it's frustrating. Tell them it's something that you want to try to work on. If your relationship's great, then this shouldn't be something too hard to tackle, right? That said, I don't think OP's a jerk for not wanting to share their food. Like I get every once in a while they give them a bite, they give them some fries or something, but if you ask and they say they don't want anything and you keep consistently bringing home stuff for yourself and they immediately put their hand out and say, hand it over, I'm taking a bite, I'd be pretty frustrated too, so I totally understand OP's plight. What do you guys think? Is OP a jerk here? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.